0: Welcome to the Detox Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and accepting the challenge to learn, grow, and detox from anything that doesn't positively affect your life. This podcast will help you tap into your ability to be vulnerable and start the process to a better, more productive lifestyle. And now, here's your host, Joshua Ha. What's up everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today. You hear me when I'm talking to you? I'm excited. Let's get ready. So, before we jump into this, I want you guys to go follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok at J.HobbsMotivation. motivation, and on Facebook it's the Real Detox Podcast. All right. Let's jump into episode number 11. And this episode is titled, Dealing with Anger, How God Wants Us to Handle Our Emotions. In this episode, we will be discussing how God wants us to deal with anger. We'll be looking at what the Bible has to say about anger and how we can apply it in our lives in a practical way. I don't want to just come on here and say, this is how God wants us to deal with anger and then it all be about me or it all be about my situation. No, like I want to put in some scriptures. I want this to be backed up through Christ, backed up through what God's word says. So I'm going to give you some quick bullet points on what we're going to talk about. You might have heard about some of this before. You might have went through this on your own, but let's just jump into it. The definition of anger and how it differs from a righteous anger or pain the dangers of allowing anger to control us and harm us and how it can cause harm to ourselves and others, the importance of understanding the root cause of our anger and seeking to address it, the role of forgiveness in dealing with anger, which is just extremely important to me because it was one of the things that I had to learn to understand. Practical steps we can take to manage our anger and keep it from escalating, the benefits of learning to control our anger, including improved relationships and inner peace, and then the importance of seeking help and accountability in dealing with anger issues. So we're gonna run through all of that today. I will try to do it uh, as fast as I can without being as preachy as I, I, I know I can be, but no promises right there. So what does the Bible say about anger? The Bible actually has a lot to say about anger and how it can be a destructive force in our lives. In Ephesians 4, 26 through 27, it says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the to the devil. This passage it teaches us that it's okay to feel anger. But we must be careful not to let it turn into sin or give the devil a foothold in our lives. So let me just stop right there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to feel anger. The the Bible says that. It's okay to feel anger or feel, feel angry. But what we should not do is allow ourselves to turn that anger into sin because that's when the devil knows, hey, I got him. I got her. Let's go to work, right? The Bible acknowledges that anger is a natural emotion. It's not wrong to feel it. It's important to manage our anger and not let it control us or lead us to sin. That is that is that is if you don't get anything else from this I want you to understand that verse and what I'm trying to wrap up in that. Proverbs 29:11 says, "A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control." This verse highlights the importance of self-control in regards to our anger. How many of us has someone has said something to us and we let it rip but not only that afterwards when we're reflecting to ourselves we start remembering this passage we start remembering this verse and we're like oh man i feel terrible now because i allowed that to control me how many times have that happened But the next time we're put into that situation, once again, it happens again and we allow it to control our anger. One of the things we have to remember, and if you're jotting these down, Proverbs 29, 11, I'm going to read it to you again. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. Control yourself. Control what you want to do. Control what you're trying to convey. Even if you're in the wrong, even if you're in the right, control yourself. Colossians 3.8 instructs us to put off anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. This passage reminds us that our actions and words should not be motivated by anger or hatred. And you're like, it's, it's, it's really hard to not react this way because I've been reacting this way for the last 10 years. I've been reacting this way for the last 20 years because this is my natural go-to. And trust me, if anybody understands that, I understand that. When my mother passed, I became very, very angry. I was angry at everything and everybody. And that was my natural go-to. But the real growth comes from meeting that anger at the front door and saying, I'm not going to let you in. I might feel this way, but I'm not going to let you in my house and put your feet up on my furniture and drink all my water and drink all my juice and eat all of my food. That is where the real growth comes in. In James 1, 19-20, we are told to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, for men's anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. This passage reminds us to be mindful of our reactions and to take time to listen and understand before responding with anger. I've been faced with this on several occasions, whether it be work, whether it be co-parenting, whether it be in relationships, whether it even be just talking with my son. Well, he'll do or say something. And I'm just like, boy, don't you know that I know what's right? Don't you know I've been through this? And I'm saying this in my head because I know that certain ways that I talk to him are not going to get through. And I always want to make sure that I'm his safe place. So I have to be slow to speak. I have to be slow to anger when it comes to these things, even when it comes to co-parenting. My son was, was a little bit under weather and he was just coughing and coughing and coughing and coughing. And I took him to the emergency room. I just wanted to figure out, hey, is this cough going to turn into pneumonia or what? And, you know, I didn't think of it as a big deal. And the next day or a day later, I told his mother and I said, hey, I took him in. And she said, I would I would have really liked to know that you took him in. And I was like, hey, it wasn't a big deal. Like I didn't take him in because something bad happened or anything. She said, I just wanted to know. And like for me, like my natural state was just like, man, like, are you kidding me? Like, first of all, like I'm his father. And then I had to step back. And I said, I understand what you mean. I'm sorry that I did not tell you. Because regardless of how I felt in that moment of it not being a big deal, she felt like it was a big deal. She felt like there was information that I should have shared in in our co-parenting relationship. And she's absolutely right. And that's something I had to step back. I had to hear her out completely. Meaning, be quick to listen slow to speak. So I had to shut my mouth and just be like, I don't necessarily like how this is making me feel because I don't feel like this, is, this was a huge deal. But I had to understand it from her perspective. And then I didn't want to respond in a negative way to her. I practiced James 119 through 20 without even truly knowing it. It's important to find healthy ways to process and deal with our anger. Prayer, seeking wise counsel, somebody from your church, somebody from your life group, calling a friend, calling a brother, calling a loved one that you, are, you can trust and that you can have these engaging conversations with, engaging in some type of activity that brings peace and calm. So for me, I have prayed so many times when I'm angry and I have said, God, Yahweh, Yeshua, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed right now. I'm pissed. And I, and I've shared this story with people and they're like, you talk to God that way? Yes. Because God says, come as you are. And right now I'm pissed off. How about that? I'm not sinning. But I'm going, my father, my heavenly father, the father that loves me, the father that that cares about me, my creator. And I'm going to him and say, I'm pissed, I'm angry because of this situation that's going on in my life. And I need your love and I need for you to care for me. I need for you to hold me because right now I can't do this on my own. And I know that if I don't speak with you. That it's going to resort to some type of sin, or me saying something that's out of my character. Prayer works for me. And God is always there to answer my prayers. He's always there to comfort me during these times. It's important to find healthy ways to process our anger. I cannot repeat that enough. You have to find healthy ways to process your anger. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it for 20, 30 years, that has been your natural state, you have to find healthy ways. In Matthew 5:22, Jesus says, "But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment." This verse reminds us that our anger should not be directed towards others, but rather directed towards the situation or problem at hand. My situation with, with, with co-parenting, I didn't want to direct my anger towards her. I wanted, I directed my, my anger because I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm like, are you kidding me? At the situation. And when I looked at the situation and then I put her feelings into perspective, that's when I had to check myself and wake up and say, okay, yeah, she has a point, bro. You know what co-parenting is, and and you failed on that portion of it. Direct your anger at the problem at hand. Don't direct it at your child. Even if your child does something at school, your child is disrespectful to your teacher. What can we do better next time? Not, oh my goodness, you're so bad. I I heard that in the store the other day. This this mother was with her, with her son, and they were trying to pick out a snack, and she's like, hurry up. You always take so long. And she's just fussing and fussing and fussing at him when she could have directed her anger at the situation and said, hey, look, we need to go. And right now, it's taken a really long time to pick out some snacks. Do you want me to help you? Right? Like, directing it more so at the situation instead of her son, because... My son was with me, and he was watching, and I was watching, and you just saw the child just feel completely defeated. And he looks up at me and said, Dad, I'm glad you don't talk to me like that. And I was, I was proud, and, and I felt really, really good about that. But in my past, if I hadn't worked with God and worked on myself to get through some of this stuff, it wouldn't have been, it, it would have been a different situation, honestly. Ultimately, the Bible encourages us to turn to God for help in managing our anger, to seek his guidance and wisdom in dealing with difficult situations. The Bible says that because the Bible knows, God knows that we cannot and we were not supposed to handle all of these difficult situations and problems of the world on our own how can we deal with anger in a godly way? One way to deal with anger in a godly way is to practice self-control. In Galatians 5.22-23, through 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, We can have the self-control to not let our anger get the best of us. Another way of dealing with anger in a godly way is you got to communicate effectively. Instead of lashing out or bottling up our anger, we can use it as an opportunity to have a healthy conversations with the person or situation that's causing us frustration. This can involve expressing our feelings in a respectful manner and actively listening to the other person's perspective. I know it's hard. I know this sounds like a lot of work. And I'm not going to lie to you. It is. (laughs) It is a lot of work. It's a ton of work. But it's worth it because it helps relationships. It mends relationships. It can be helpful to take some time to reflect on the root causes. Of our anger? Is it something deeper? Do we need to address something that happened in our past? Do we have some past hurt? Do we have some insecurities that are bubbling up? Take a step back, examine your emotions. We can better understand why we're feeling angry and find more constructive ways to deal with it. Listen, another important aspect of dealing with anger in a godly way is seeking forgiveness and resolution. Forgiveness, I feel like, is so big when we are holding things back from the past. When we have these insecurities, someone might have said something to you, did something to you, and you've been holding it for years. Because it hurts you so deep. How dare them. After all I've done. After all I've said. How dare them. Make me feel this way. And we, when we forgive. It's not for them. It's for you. It's for you. To release whatever you're holding in. Whatever you are holding them accountable for. It's for you. Forgiveness and anger go hand in hand. I needed to forgive. I had people in my life. I had situations that I had to forgive. I was angry. I had a boss that told me every single day, there is no God just because he knew I was a believer. Like, why would you do that? I I I I literally I disliked this man so much. I didn't understand why I was ever put into, into a position to where I would ever have to deal with that. It didn't make sense to me. I got hit in the face in this small town where these guys surrounded me, you know, four or five guys surrounded me, and one of the guys hit me, and I didn't understand that either. Yeah, he didn't knock me out or nothing. You know, it didn't. It wasn't even all that hard because you know, I, you know what is a little hit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there was anger because I didn't understand that as a you know sixteen year old. It is important to remember that God is sovereign and in control, even in situations that cause us frustration and anger. Trusting in His plan and seeking His guidance can help us to find peace and overcome anger. Remember that. God's in control. God got your back. Even when we feel mistreated, even when we feel like this is not right in our careers, in our relationships, with parenting, in life, when you're at the store, when you're on the freeway and you get cut off, God's in control. If we remember that, and we remember to not try to take things as personal as we might be doing sometimes. Life would probably be a whole lot better for you. Take a step back. Let the Holy Spirit guide you in dealing with your anger in a healthy and godly way. Thank you so much for joining me. Till next time.